Oh, the thing that women tied around their waist, the pillow thing, mm-hmm. is called a bum roll. <laughs> Come on. Also sexual. <laughs> A bum roll? I swear to God. Are you kidding me? They couldn't come up with anything better than that. (laughs) (laughs) The roll farthingale, popularly known as the bum roll. Worst sushi of all time. (laughs) 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 Yes, I will take one bum roll and one Sunday morning. campers welcome to museum camp i'm megan i'm madison hello (laughs) we're so happy to have you yeah we're thrilled you're here way to go you found us you've all got your matching camp t-shirts on Mm -hmm. we'll be giving away some some patches later we will (laughs) yeah we've got the tug of war rope all set up Mm -hmm. leroy's practicing on it right now (laughs) he loves that yeah, he's breaking it in. <laughs> What's up, Madison? Oh, you know, um, not that much. This I don't really remember what happened this week. Um, yeah. It's all just a blur forever. How about you? Well, I can't tell you much about this week, but I can tell you about this morning. Okay, great. <laughs> That's as far back as I can remember. Same. And Good thing we have a history podcast. <laughs> doing great we're doing great um so i had given this like journal thing to charlie because he's been writing a lot lately and just on like random pieces of paper so i got a little journal for him and he is using this journal to essentially create a cookbook (gasps) so cute (laughs) so cute he made a recipe for something that he calls super salad And we made it today for breakfast. And um, (laughs) I'm going to tell you the ingredients. Okay. (laughs) Orange slices, uh, raspberries, blueberries, blackberries, strawberries, Mm. banana slices, Mm. and peaches. But then in parentheses next to peaches, he put optional. Because as he (laughs) explains Because as he explains it, it, peaches are seasonal and you can't always get a good one. So amazing. So we made it for breakfast this morning with, you know, among other things. And he, he made it with me and it was the cutest possible thing. Did you include peaches? Yes, we did. Okay. We were able to find some peaches. Thank God. (laughs) So cute. Has a little apron that he's made by like. No. stapling pieces of paper together and like cutting out <laughs> a little chef's hat yeah so cute i'm gonna get him a full chef's uniform that's my plan i think for his birthday oh he does not have a chef's hat but he has a waffle house hat that he <laughs> what? is it like a cap like a like what genre of hat is a waffle you know, house hat? you know those um hats that are like a it's like a, so a flat rectangle and it pulls apart and like accordions a little mm. thing over the top. Is that 
Is it so like good. um like the ones they always used to give you from Steak and Shake when you were a kid? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah exactly well. like that. Oh my god. That's so cute. <laughs> a Waffle House. <laughs> yeah. I think the the highlight of my week, which I did already text you about, was I. So we got a big snowstorm like a week and a half ago, and mm-hmm. got like fourteen inches of snow. And then this week, it's been like mid to high sixties all week. And so on my lunch break the other day, I took the dogs for a walk and there were just piles of snow everywhere and it was warm out. And so Leroy (laughs) would just be walking by and like, he wouldn't stop. He would just like on his way, just like chomp at some snow and just like (laughs) eat it as a little to go snack. (laughs) It was just unbearably cute. Yeah. He really takes after his aunt Megan. He really does. Yeah. He also (laughs) never wears shoes in the snow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's our little, it's our little thing that we do. Yeah. Any new podcasts that you're listening to? We never talk podcasts. Oh, we never do talk podcasts. Um, what have I been listening to? I've been listening to, um, tenfold more wicked, which is really good. They just finished season two. So I need to catch up. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah, I have it on my list. I have not started listening to it yet. Yeah. But I've been in a real comedy podcast situation. Love it. So, <laughs> what are you listening to? So, Bobby Lee's girlfriend, Kalila, and Esther Pavinsky and Annie Letterman started a podcast called Bloodbath. And it is incredible. It's just <laughs> incredible. And I love it. And that's all. Uh, I was watching um, New Girl the other day, and there was an episode in like one of the first seasons where just it was the Bell episode, <laughs> and <laughs> Esther Pavitsky plays one of Jess's students. She's like a baby. It's so cute. Oh my cute. god! Yeah, I'm gonna have so to cute. look. I don't remember her being in that. Yeah, I was like, why is this girl so familiar? I don't know any like child actors. <laughs> um, <laughs> And even though she's like in her early thirties, I think she is a child actor. Yeah. At heart. Well, cause she just was playing a child. And so I was yeah. like, how would I know this person? <laughs> well, should we just dive in as they say? I would say? love to just... <laughs> feet first into this museum that is not how you dive <laughs> i know <laughs> i like to do the pencil <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's safer risking <laughs> less head and spine injuries yeah yeah <laughs> okay are you ready i'm extremely ready so here's the thing um a few weeks back we dunked really hard on Florida. Okay. Okay. Which is fair. I stand by that decision. <laughs> Madison <laughs> called Florida the nuisance wharf of America. And boy, <laughs> did boy, any recollection of that? <laughs> did we laugh? Again, we laughed and it. laughed. <laughs> um, Since that moment, I felt like maybe we should give a little bit of love to Florida. Um, So today we're headed down to St. Augustine. Okay. 
otherwise known as America's oldest city. And there are, you know, a lot of wonderful things to see in St. Augustine. I myself have visited Castilla de San Marcos, uh, an old Spanish fort. I've been there a few times. Um, But today, however, we're headed to the oldest city in America to visit the St. Augustine Pirate and Treasure Museum. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm excited. I have a question. Okay. Already. (laughs) It's about the whole oldest city thing. Uh Uh-huh. Do they mean it was established first or do they mean it has the oldest people? (laughs) (laughs) Both. (laughs) Okay. Just checking. (laughs) Yeah. They're just bragging about having more senior citizens. (laughs) (laughs) Brag, 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 brag. (laughs) That's all they do in Florida. Um, The St. Augustine Pirate and Treasure Museum, which was originally located in Key West under the name the Pirate Soul Museum, (laughs) is an educational experience that transports visitors back in time over 300 years ago to Port Royal, Jamaica, at the height of the golden age of piracy. Guests of the museum are able to stroll down the cobblestone steps of a replicated street of Port Royal. Uh, You can visit an authentic tavern or learn how to tie knots and steer a boat on the main deck. And the museum has a please touch policy. Nope. It's like that. No one should ever say those words. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to hate that. (laughs) I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) A please touch policy. Yeah, not a fan. (laughs) Not a fan. They could have just been like, hey, it's interactive. Use the word interactive. (laughs) (laughs) Um. There are over 800 artifacts inside this museum. One item in their collection is Blackbeard's original blunderbuss. And for those who don't know what a blunderbuss is, it's the predecessor of the modern shotgun. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that they renamed it because blunderbuss (laughs) is not very scary. (laughs) It's not scary. It also sounds like... um, uh, you know, some part of um, a woman's get up from the 1800s. I was going to say, it sounds like a band from the eighties. Like if you asked me, Hey Megan, what's that thing where like in the 1700s women would tie like that round pillow, like that, you know, airplane neck pillow around their waist. Mm -hmm. I would say that's called a blunderbuss. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, Yeah, it's it's extremely misleading. It's not it, it just shotgun, you know, that's it's hard as nails. Blunderbuss not so much. <laughs> so. Shotgun just tells you exactly what it is. <laughs> it's to the point. Yeah. It's not a red herring <laughs> about buses. <laughs> yeah. PR finally got on that one and they were like, listen, guys, I think we just need to make it as simple as possible. (laughs) Who came up with Blunderbuss? What kind of 
idiot was just like, you know what would be great for this lethal thing? Yeah. I'm going to put the word blunder in something that requires incredible precision. (laughs) (laughs) No one will ever see it coming. They'll never know. (laughs) Um, The museum also houses pieces of gold that were retrieved from Blackbeard's warship, the Queen Anne's Revenge. Ooh. Uh, Some other artifacts at the Pirate and Treasure Museum are one of only three remaining Jolly Roger flags left in the world. What? Uh, Yeah. Is that the skull crossbones one? Yes. Um, And Thomas II's original treasure chest. And this chest is the only known authentic pirate treasure chest in the world. Which makes me want to go out and look for more because obviously there are more. Yeah. We only have one. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Get your shoes. Yeah. Digging supplies (laughs) because we know we're going to need the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. So you say Caribbean. I go back and forth. Okay. Right. If we're, if we're, talking pirates then i say caribbean (laughs) (laughs) if we're talking just general travel i say caribbean (laughs) yeah (laughs) just depends yeah they're yeah differently branded that's true (laughs) (laughs) um pat croach is how Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say his name um owner of the museum has quite a resume He's an entrepreneur, author, TV personality, and he also (laughs) pirate. And he also served as the team president of the Philadelphia 76ers for five years. What kind of team is that? NBA. Basketball? Basketball. Okay. (laughs) I knew it. Um. Basketball. Basketball. Well, there's a lot of sports that start with B, Nathan. You don't have to give me that look. <laughs> Could be the National Blunder <laughs> All aboard the Blunder Bus. <laughs> oh, man. What we call our, uh, our field trip vehicle. <laughs> yeah. The blunder bus. Oh, man. (laughs) It's Um, vaguely threatening once you know what it is, but otherwise it's really cute. (laughs) Yeah, just don't Google it. Yeah, don't Google it. Don't overthink it. We're here for the kitsch. Uh, in 2011, Pat financed and served on the monumental expedition that located the shipwrecks of Sir Francis Drake. Oh. And as we all know, Sir Francis Drake was an English explorer who was best known for his circumnavigation of the world in a single expedition during the 16th century. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Drake was a hero to the English, but the Spanish branded him as a pirate uh, <laughs> due to his privateering. So they were Rito not. Tomato. Yeah. <laughs> hero, pirate. They're just opposite ends of the same spectrum. <laughs> it's just a matter of perspective. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
got um, an eye patch on, it's pirate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> allegedly, King Philip II of Spain offered a reward of about eight million U.S. dollars in today's money uh, for Sir Francis Drake's head. So, oh. Oh. like I said, the Spanish were not too keen on him. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they just don't like him. Oh, for the privateering. Okay. I, I thought they were just jealous that he like circumnavigated the globe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were like, well, I forgot about that. Christopher Columbus. So, <laughs> Spain funded his trip, right? Mm, you know, I, I just can't really be bothered with American history <laughs> as much. <laughs> I just, I never leave feeling anything other than disappointed. So it's very just, true. I just yeah. focus on the funny There's stuff. There's a lot to unpack there. We'll get to it at some we'll point. We'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the history of piracy. Yes. Um, there's a long history of the practice as it has existed since the seas have been used for commerce. Um, and just so we're all on the same page, the definition of piracy is an act of robbery or criminal violence by ship or boat borne attackers upon another ship or coastal area, typically with the goal of stealing cargo and other valuable goods. Just setting this. Yeah. Setting. <laughs> it seems like such a lucrative career path. Oh, yeah. It, high risk, high reward. <laughs> exactly. The earliest documentation of piracy are the exploits of sea people who threatened the ships sailing in the Aegean and Mediterranean waters in the 14th century BCE. So long time ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, in Greece, during the pre-classical era, piracy was regarded as a viable profession. It was supposedly regarded as an honorable way of making a living. And by the classical era in Greece, however, pirates were considered a disgrace. That's so interesting. Like, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to be a pirate. Yeah. What do you like, want to be when you grow up, Timmy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like a, a bona fide pirate <laughs> studying with the best of them. That's wow. What would that college course work look like? Um, just going off of some tropes here. I'm saying, I'm thinking, um, navigating machinery with only one eye um training parrots <laughs> <laughs> parrot training 101 um, yeah. um one leggedness yeah um or sea shanties <laughs> sea shanties yeah i was really. going to prepare and sing a sea shanty to open this up and then i thought it's just so much better when there's a, a like a choral group <laughs> true you should have done like a recording of like yourself harmonizing like All Andy Bernard style yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um 
I think also there would have to be some like chemistry type of things involved, like how to tell if this is really gold. Yeah. I think that's where the science comes in. This is a very liberal arts education. <laughs> you've got yeah. music, you've got chemistry, you've yeah, got it's agility. A, it's a BA for sure. A it's BA of piracy. It's <laughs> uh, a little college humor for you all. Uh, the most widely known and far-reaching pirates of medieval Europe were, of course, the Vikings. They explored and plundered in many places around the world, some of them being England, Iceland, Greenland, Russia, Constantinople. There's a throwback for you. Uh, <laughs> Iran and Arabia. <laughs> Something real um, aren't some of those places landlocked? Can you read them again? No, I guess not. Well, is Constantinople landlocked? I don't think so. Iran and Arabia. No, I guess you're right. Well, yeah. Okay. I just, in my head, was imagining them just like carrying a boat onto the shore so that it was still counted as piracy and not just burglary. (laughs) You gotta really commit to the bit. And they had a lot that, you know, they were doing aside from piracy. Um, Mm. Real renaissance. Women. Yeah. Yeah, there's just a lot going on with Vikings. So I don't think that they were just like, we have to stick to, you know, the definition of piracy. Lots of streams of income for these guys. (laughs) They were diversifying their portfolio. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) Throughout my research of plundering on the high seas... The most interesting thing that I found was the overwhelming number of women who were pirates. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of pirate ships like banned women. Um, So it would seem, so I thought, obviously, that means very little to no women were Mm -hmm. pirating. Piratess. A piratess. Yeah, a piratess. (laughs) (laughs) But I was wrong. Um, one of the most well-known female pirates was Ching Shi, and she terrorized the Chinese, the China seas during the early 19th century with about 80,000 crew members and 1800 junks, which are traditional Chinese sailing ships. How, what year was this? Uh, it just said the early 19th century. Okay. How do you find 18,000 people without 80, 80,000 80, people? Uh huh. How do you do that without social media? <laughs> <laughs> and even uh, I mean, still, I can't like, imagine knowing 80,000 people. No. Like, how do you go viral that early on? She had a little bit of a jump start. We'll get to that. Okay. I'm ready. Um, So her ships entered into conflict with quite a few major powers, uh, such as the East India Company, the Portuguese Empire, and the King government. 
Um, Before her exploits as a pirate, Ching Shi was a sex worker in a floating brothel in Canton. A floating brothel? Yeah. That's unique. It sounds cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. She married a well-known pirate, and when her husband died, she took over his fleet. Marrying into the industry. She married into it. Yeah. Uh, Ching Shi created a code of law for her fleet, and the code was strictly enforced. (gasps) And one of the rules that stuck out to me was, quote, anyone giving their own orders or disobeying those of a superior was beheaded on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) So all orders had to come down from her. Was she the ancestor of Dwight Schrute? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So she just essentially was a badass. um, Love that. I'm scared of that. I love it. I'm terrified. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, into it. (laughs) Um, Happy Women's History Month, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have one review for you. Oh, thank you. And it reads. Oh, it's from Brad. If Brad, and, here's the thing. Okay. If Brad writes the word matey <laughs> in this review at any point, I am I going to be at him on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> that is our code of, of conduct. <laughs> um <laughs> he gave it two stars. So there were a lot of really good reviews for this museum because it's interactive they say it's good for adults kids alike you know anyone who loves to touch things yes um but brad wrote (laughs) omg my wife and i went on a friday kids were screaming dot 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 the tour guide or teacher were not helping dot 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 i wanted to walk the plane (laughs) (laughs) you shut up tried to get out but a huge group of screaming kids behind us dot 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 took forever to get out dot 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 needed a beer exclamation point (laughs) they did refund our money and it looked like they have a very nice museum maybe go at 5 p.m to get away from school tours but definitely not friday (laughs) okay bradley so (laughs) Here's the thing. How dare you go to a museum about pirates and expect there to not be children being absolutely chaotic? Yeah, especially when a child. (laughs) Have you met a child? And especially a museum where they have a please touch policy. (laughs) Yeah. What kind of romantic Friday (laughs) midday date were you expecting to get out of the pirate museum? You psychopath. Yeah. Not a great place. And then have the audacity to not only, oh, what a piece of shit. Because then he not only complained to the museum saying, hey, your other customers are being annoying. Please refund my money. But then to, on top of that, still leave a two-star review. Absolutely walk the plank. We Yeah, walk the plank, dude. We do not like you. I'll push you off that plank. (laughs) This is mute. Sorry, Brad. This is getting a little, it's getting a little violent. 
<laughs> I just think maybe your um, frustration was misplaced. Agreed. Um, one review I read mentioned a Commodore Mayhem, uh, who is apparently one of the tour guides at the Pirate and Treasure Museum. Amazing. Many other reviews, however, mention a Captain Mayhem. And I just want to say that I hope that means that Mayhem got a promotion. Amen. Because his reviews are just glowing about his tours. I love that. St. Augustine Pirate and Treasure Museum. Incredible. Incredible. Thank you. Florida, you're welcome. You're welcome. We threw you a bone. Yeah. And a skull and crossbones. I mean, I still stand by my Florida monologue, but. I'm with you. Good job on the Pirate Museum, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Great work. Great work. I'm just going to try to make a blunderbuss joke. Didn't work. It's fine. I think we probably hit our quota for blunderbuss jokes. Yeah, I think we really <laughs> squeezed that one dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, guys, basically what I want to say is this. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash camp. What the hell are you doing if you have not yet become a patron? And again, not to get too threatening. However, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to calm down. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. I'm just ramping up. Okay. Um, not to get too threatening. We've got a real good cop, bad cop thing going here. <laughs> okay. In the meantime, um, please visit all of our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. You name it. You name we're it. There. We're there. <laughs> Yeah, you know how social works. Yeah, at the museum camp. You can send us an email if you just want to like talk to us, be like, hey guys, <laughs> this chat. is what's going on in my world. Um, or if it's specifically about a museum, um, please email us hello at the museum mm-hmm. Anyway, thank you all for listening. <laughs> thank Especially <you>. Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nathan, for listening. And thank you um, for being our patron. (laughs) Wow, I can't believe you donated $20 a month. (laughs) Wow, Nathan. That's so nice of you. So (laughs) generous. So we'll see all of you patrons next time. Have a wonderful week. Yes. Amen. How does one end a podcast? I don't know. You just say bye. 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 (laughs) Mateys. (laughs) 